Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your source for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. Today, well, October has been proclaimed Agriculture Month, and we chat with Lanigan farmer Clinton Monchuk with Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan. This week is also proclaimed Animal Health Week. We talk with the president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers. Agriculture Canada scientists are joining forces to fight prairie pests, and we take a look at Harvest Miller's showdown in Yorkton next month. The farm weather's in its usual spot. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. October is Agriculture Month in Saskatchewan. This week has been proclaimed Animal Health Week. The Saskatchewan government is highlighting the importance of farming. The Executive Director of Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan, Clinton Monchuk of Lanigan, says October is the time to celebrate the food we eat. His organization will share food stories, hold an online photo contest, and use social media this month to highlight agriculture production. It's very important, Jim, and, and you know, it's it's one of those privileges we have being in a, the province of Saskatchewan where we have vast land base, we have numerous farmers and ranchers who produce food in this, this province, and the month of October gives us that opportunity to not only talk about um, amongst our, the agriculture community, but to draw in the consumers that possibly have more questions about agriculture and celebrate, you know, the food that we grow here in Saskatchewan and, and the great meals that are put on our plates from the farmers and ranchers who grow them. One number always surprises me is the fact Saskatchewan has 43% of Canada's farmland. Correct, yeah. We, we're really an agriculture powerhouse when you think of what we can grow, what we produce, not only for our own citizens here in Saskatchewan or, or the rest of Canada, but for really global citizens throughout the world. We, we are really a, a powerhouse when it comes to the, the production of food and uh, something that we really need to celebrate in this province. I've been a farm news director in Weyburn and Regina for 48 years. The farming has certainly changed a lot in that time, as well as we've added new crops. Outline some of those new crops for me. You bet. If, if you go back in time, the, uh, the ability to produce things like pulses or the, the vast amount of canola, previously it was called rapeseed, grown in Saskatchewan were, were fairly limited. It was predominantly a wheat province. 
uh, grains province, and now we've expanded and diversified a lot of our crops. So you can see the farmer investment in research and development back to the pulse side of things has been substantial, and it's a, a great breeding program that has resulted in many more acres being switched into those pulse crops. And then the diversity of, of canola with uh, the investment that has been made, numerous different varieties, new genetics, and it just it promotes farmers to actually grow some of these different crops. And I, I think of my own farm and how we've really diversified our rotation on our farm, and it continues to diversify. So when some of your listeners drive out to the country, it's, it's not just one, one wheat field from road to road. It's, it's a diverse crop of numerous different varieties, whether it's canola or flax or pulses and wheat and barley. It's, it's really great to see the, the advancements that we've made. And Saskatchewan is also leader in some crops like mustard of all things. You bet. And actually, mustard is a crop we grow on our farm now up here in Lanigan as well. And, and you know, when when some of the shortages of mustard that have occurred overseas, and, and mainly in France, it comes back to the farmers here. And, and the question is, you know, are we going to be able to grow enough mustard to actually fit that demand for those who demand it? So, uh, yes, we are a world leader in, in mustard production and, and something that I, I think we take to heart and are very proud of here in Saskatchewan. How is harvest on the farm at Lanigan? It's going well. It's going well. It's similar to every other farmer. We have our typical breakdowns, but we should finish up actually today if all goes well. But yeah, everything has worked out well. We've had a fairly open harvest. The crop is coming off dry. We're not fighting with damp and, and rainy weather as, as much as we have been in previous years. So it's, it's, uh, it's been a good harvest season. How's yield? Uh, yields have been uh, right around average. Some of our crops a little better, some of, uh, some of them a little worse, uh, but definitely my heart goes out to those who are on the western side of the province that have had a, a tough crop year, and, and we're definitely very thankful and blessed to uh, be able to have a, an average crop this year. And what are some of the ways, best ways to celebrate Agriculture Month? The best ways I would recommend any of your listeners uh, is to take a snapshot of what you're eating, a Saskatchewan meal or a meal in the field, anything like that, and just post it on social media using one of the two hashtags, either hashtag meals from the farm or hashtag celebrate ag, both of which we will be following and promoting on social media. And there's a contest that we're running as well. So there's an ability for you to get a gift card should you be selected as one of those, those uh, social media winners. Clinton Monchuk is the executive director of Farm and Food Care Saskatchewan. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with JRM. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6 Inch Eavesdrops. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesdrops.ca and your Prairie Co-op Grow Team. Feeling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton and Strasburg. October is Agriculture Month, as I mentioned. This week also highlights the high level of care ranchers provide to their livestock and the importance of veterinarians. It is proclaimed Animal Health Week. Hodgeville rancher Garner Diebold is the president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers and welcomes the proclamation. It is very important to focus on animal health and animal welfare. That's something that uh, ranchers take very serious, and, and you know, we, we just always need to remind everyone and, and the public as well is that, that ranchers do a tremendous job of looking after their cattle, and, you know, it's something that uh, we pride ourselves in, and, you know, I think it's something that uh, definitely needs to, uh, needs to be talked about from time to time. 
We're kind of in the middle of a fall run of the usual, uh, you know, calves coming off the pasture. What's happening with prices right now? Price, uh, you know, they have strengthened throughout the summer and, and fall here. You know, going into the fall calf run here, we're sitting in a in a better position than we were a year ago. And, uh, you know, there's a, a number of uh, factors, I guess, at play there. The, the lower number in the lower cow number in the U.S. definitely has contributed to the, the market strength. And so, uh, you know, currently we are uh, sitting in a better position and, and thankful for where the market is at today. Late last week, the province announced more seats to try to alleviate a shortage of rural veterinarians. They added, I think, was from 20 to 25. Uh, that's the province of Saskatchewan alone. How important is this? Yeah, I think that was a, a really good move. You know, it's something that we've been a- advocating for for a number of years here as stock growers, and, and it has been... A- bit of a chronic problem here throughout the prairies and uh, not only here in Saskatchewan but uh, across the west and uh, you know where there is a shortage of, of large animal veterinarians and rural veterinarians so you know the the uh, extra funding that the government has uh, put in there we're very thankful for that that's uh, an excellent move I think and you know it, it's it will uh, help down the road it's not an immediate fix but it definitely will uh, bring a few more graduate a few more students from the college that uh, uh, you know, in all likelihood, will stay in rural Saskatchewan, and that is a, a, a benefit for the for the livestock industry. I imagine that also would tie in with Animal Health Week. Uh, you need lots of veterinarians to help look after livestock. Oh, definitely. Yeah, their uh, their work is never ending, and you know what they do for us is uh, very much appreciated. So uh, it does tie in very nice with that. Your rancher out at Hodgeville, kind of in the part of the southwest area of the province. Uh, how is it doing this fall in the, uh, it was pretty dry, I heard, a lot of the summer. I was out Saskatchewan landing for the summer. Tell me a little about it. How is it? Well, the, the drought continues in the southwest. It's something that, you know, we're still in the middle of this drought. You know, there were sporadic rain showers, you know, through uh, through June and early July, but that has all been uh, used up and, and we're actually worse off than we were a year ago at this time. So on top of the drought, the grasshoppers and all of that, it has caused more problems, but drought-wise, it is very, very dry. And so, um, you know, we're, we're in need of fall moisture soon or, uh, you know, going into the spring here, it's going to be fairly bleak, I think. There's just no reserve moisture left whatsoever. Many ranchers have to haul water for cattle? Well, that, uh, there are some that are hauling. I talked to uh, a producer this morning in the, in the, the glentworth McCord area, and they had some runoff uh, this spring there and, and went to move cattle onto some uh, you know, fall grazing. And the dugout that was nearly full in spring here is, has dried up just to a mud hole. So, you know, there are people in that same situation, people that are hauling water and, and have, uh, you know, moved stock and, and uh, you know, just trying to find a, a way to manage it, I guess, and make sure that they do have good, good quality water and, and uh, lots of it. So, yeah, there are people hauling, definitely. Garner Debald is a rancher at Hodgeville and president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity.
I am joined right now by Chuck Broughton. He's a general manager for Canada with Pivot Bio. Chuck, great to chat with you. Hey, thanks for having me, Sean. I really appreciate it. Now, Chuck, this, I, I'm really interested in talking about some of the agronomics and some of the business end of some of the things that Pivot Bio does in, in this category. And I, I guess I should start off by by asking, what exactly are we talking about here? Is this just nitrogen fixation in other crops besides pulses, or like how do, how do we how are we labeling this? What what are we doing? Yeah, that's a it's a good question. One that we get uh, uh, asked often in the United States. Of course, you bring it into Canada, and you've used the word nitrogen fixation. I'd add to that by saying this is biological nitrogen fixation, and that should be known to a lot of. Uh, Western Canadian growers, um, as you mentioned, in the pulse market, pulses are obviously huge out west. Uh, and in the east, we have a you know a, the soybean market as well. I know there's a bit of soybeans in in um, the west as well. But uh, you know, a grower will understand biological nitrogen fixation as it relates to its legumes. What we've done at Pivot Bio is taken that concept of biological nitrogen fixation and applying applied it to non-legumes, which is really exciting. And and how, I guess, how successful are we with this? Is this in the infancy or where are we at in the maturity there? Yeah, I think um, I'll, I'll use I'll both. I'll use both ends of the scale. Um, in the United States, we have, proven our value, our value proposition, as I like to say, in, in the corn market. And it's becoming readily acceptable. I say that, uh, you know, looking at our sales growth over the, the last few years, and this year is no different. Um, uh, so in corn, our value proposition is rock solid. What we're doing in Canada is taking this concept of biological nitrogen fixation on non-legumes and trying to understand the value proposition on important crops like canola uh, and spring wheat. Now, we'll also have corn in, in the east, um, in the eastern provinces, and we know what that looks like in the east, but we're really excited to see what this means for your cereal crops. Uh, spring wheat just one of them, obviously. There's oats, barley, uh, et cetera, but then uh, I'm really focused on canola as well. Yeah, so when you look at some of the, the early results of some of the testing and that value proposition as you describe it, what what are you seeing in terms of some of those results early days here for canola and some of the cereals? Yeah, that's, that's uh, you described my frustration as of late. We're, um, we're taking our time. Uh, we have a broad uh, trial program out. We received a research authorization through the CFIA. As a result of that, we're able to uh, go on 3,800 acres of uh, research trials in uh, all across Canada. And um, so we're looking at three main crops this year, canola being the most important, spring wheat, um, second most important, and then uh, corn as well, simply because we have corn in the United States that we're executing on. So what we're trying to do is um, answer one question, and that is how many pounds of synthetic nitrogen can we replace on canola, uh, spring wheat, and in, in corn? We know what that answer is in the United States on corn. It's 40 pounds, but we have um, a different set of, um, we don't have the full set of microbes uh, registered or in process of registration 
um, yet with the CFIA. So we're trying to understand what that looks like. Yeah, what's the timeline for that? Um in terms of reducing or jumping over, maybe I should say, some of those regulatory hurdles? Uh, boy, if I had my crystal ball, we were on time with our registration for one of our microbes, and uh, that has an 18-month timeline. We're hoping um, that uh, month 18 um, is around late March, early April of 2023, knowing full well that a lot of the growers, if not most of the growers, um, uh, fertility plans are already in place. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Partly cloudy today with a high of 20 degrees. Fog patches developing overnight, the low plus 5. Tomorrow, mainly sunny. Fog patches dissipating in the morning. Wind west 20, the high 22 for Tuesday, the low 6. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 15, the low 4. Thursday, sunny, the high 9, the low minus 3. Friday, sunny, the high 16, the low 3. Saturday, sunny, the high 17, the low plus 3. Sunday, sunny, with a high of 19. Normal high is 14, the normal low is 0. The sun rose at 7.01 this morning. It sets at 6.33 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Elbow at 20 degrees. The cold spot up north, Stony Rapids, at 9 degrees. Estevan is 16. Saskatoon, 17. Swift Current, 18. Weyburn, 17. Yorkton, 18. Regina, part the cloudy. It's 16 degrees. That's 61 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 7. Humidity is 68%. The barometer rising... 102.1. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 18. Winds are from the north, northwest at 9. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy in 16. That's 61 Fahrenheit. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. Agriculture Canada is taking a collaborative approach to save good crops from bad pests. Research scientist Dr. Brent McCallum, based in southern Manitoba, teamed up with a diverse group of experts to share knowledge on some of the more common pests on the prairies. He's calling it the Prairie Biovigilance Network. This is bringing together uh, researchers from across Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada who work on these uh, pest issues in crops. And we all have our own individual research programs, but this is bringing everybody together under the umbrella of the Prairie Biovigilance Network. And it's it's been great because it's sort of people in different areas of research who don't necessarily talk to each other that much, but uh, 
we have a lot of areas in common, and by working together, I think we've been able to move this biovigilance concept forward, and we've learned a lot from working with each other. You know, I'm in plant pathology, and I know my area of expertise. I'm, I work on wheat primarily, but, um, you know, we work with other pathologists in different crops, but also with our colleagues in entomology and weed science, and uh, it's been a great uh, learning experience for us all. McCallum outlines the goals. We always preach, you know, uh, an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. And so we're really trying to understand our pest populations in Western Canada. Of course, be on the lookout for anything new that moves in, but also to look at changes in our existing pathogen populations. You know, that's something, pathogen, weed, insect populations, I should say. Um, you know, that's a, in my program, we work on that extensively. You know, we've been doing virulent surveys for wheat leaf rust for close to 100 years. So we've tracked how the pathogen evolves over time, you know, whether we're seeing virulence to new, uh, to certain resistance genes that we have been effective in the past. Uh, and, you know, how the, how these pests change over time is, is also as important as looking for new ones that come in. That's Dr. Brent McCallum, who's teaming up with a group of pest experts across Canada to share their knowledge about the range of pests affecting crops. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source, 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. The annual Grain Miller's Harvest Showdown returns to Yorkton from November 2nd to November 5th. One of the major events is the commercial cattle show and sale. Brett Collin is the chair, and he says they're still looking for more entries. Yeah, you know, we've got um, entries open up till till October 13th, actually. So, you know, getting together on Thanksgiving with your family, you can talk about it and, and see what you can bring and, and go from there, I guess. But um, uh, one, one very important thing this year and one thing that um, has been asked a few years by people that just couldn't bring animals in the past because maybe they were working. Um, we've actually moved the date of our show. So instead of being Thursday, Friday, we're actually going to be Friday, Saturday now. So um, it's, um, it's going to be pretty awesome. I think that uh, we can have it over the weekend. And he outlines more details on the commercial cattle show. Same as always here on Thursday, we're going to have our futurity show. So, uh, you know, pens of three open heifers. And if you brought in the past, you could bring your breads and your pears back. Um, pen of three bulls, which um, we've actually already had some new new entries that haven't been there in the past. So that's awesome to see. Um, and we'd love to love to see as many guys there as possible for that. So the pen of bulls. And then um, we've got the pen of three open and pen of three bread heifers. Uh, that'll actually sell on Saturday night now. So there's um, there's lots going on. So there there's there's anything and everything. Uh, we've got the our youth class going on this year as well. So uh, you know if you're thinking you got some kids in 4-H and maybe we got a pen of three heifers that that is uh, you know near and dear to their heart. Um, by all means, uh, bring them down and and let the kids show them and and that'll be great and that'll be happening on Saturday too, so the kids don't have to come out of school like they have in years past. Colin describes how to enter the commercial cattle show and sale. Uh, you know, if you just go to yorkconnexhibition.com, uh, all our info is on there. Um, you know, I think that's uh, that's the best place to head. Um, you know, uh, 
we're always going to have information on there. And if you, uh, if you'd rather talk to somebody, you can give our office a call and that's 783-4800. Um, so they're, they're available, available there Monday to Friday. So that'd be awesome to give them a shout. And there's no limit to the number of entries. No, I mean, we've got a big barn there and, uh, yeah, I'd love to see that thing full up again. It's been obviously a few years since we've had a full, full barn, but, um, we're never going to turn anybody away. We got tons of panels, so, uh, we'll make, we'll make people fit. So there's lots of room. The market updates with Jim Smalley on the source 620 CKRM market update is brought to you by freeze Tom and lumber since 1956 freeze Tom and has been your trusted building materials supplier for every type of project freeze Tom and in Regina and Fort Capel. It's a new month and there was a lot of grain price changes today compared to last Thursday. Viterra prices for Durham fell 63 cents to 424.65. Feed barley rose $40 at 342.87. Canola gained 460 at 834.02. Flax skyrocketed up $125.31 to 752.98. Yellow peas increased 778 at 43891. Number 1 red spring wheat rose $12.09 at 43352 per metric ton. The rest were unchanged. Chickpeas 92595, lentils 70450, oats 25532 and feed wheat 28956. At Minneapolis, December spring wheat rose 2 cents at 984 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on The Source, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee bringing the market report direct from Heartland and Swiftcard. We had 3,000 cattle on offer last week with all classes selling steady to strong. Here are the quotations. D1 and 2 cows. Dollar five to dollar fifteen. D three cows, eighty five to dollar five. Mature bulls, under nineteen hundred pounds, ninety five to dollar ten. Over nineteen hundred pounds, dollar fifteen up to dollar fifty. Here is a quotation: feeder steers, nine hundred to thousand pounds, dollar seventy five to two twenty five. Eight nine hundred pounds, one eighty five to two fifty. Seven eight hundred pounds, two dollars two sixty five. Six seven hundred pounds, two twenty five to two seventy five. Five to six hundred pounds steer calves, two sixty five to three twenty five. Four to five hundred pounds, two ninety five to three sixty five. Three to four hundred pound little steer calves were three thirty to three seventy three. Heifers nine hundred thousand pounds. One sixty five to two dollars, eight nine hundred pounds, one seventy five to two twenty two, seven eight hundred pounds, one seventy five to two twenty five, six seven hundred pounds, one eighty five to two thirty, six six seven hundred pounds, two twenty to two forty five, four to five hundred pounds, heifer calves two seventy two seventy five to two ninety, three to four hundred pounds, heifers were two ninety five to 262. For further information, please phone 773-3174. Good day and good marketing.
And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices, two thirty one ninety six per CKG. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. And brought to you by Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. Sask Energy says its flagship community program, Share the Warmth, is back to support those in need this winter. The program offers cash grants up to $1,000 for grassroots community initiatives to provide food, clothing and shelter to families, children, seniors, homeless persons and others in need. The program is expected to provide $1,000 grants to as many as 40 nonprofit organizations based on the merit of the project. Funding has gone to such projects as providing people in need with slow cookers and freezer-ready meals, warm blankets and sheets for shelters, as well as boots and other winter wear. Last year, the program expanded to include projects to help people cope with mental health challenges. Community organizations can submit project proposals starting today. The application deadline is October 31st. The projects are to be implemented between November and March of next year. In the last 10 years, the program has provided over $300,000 to support more than 280 projects. On the markets, the TSX is up 473 points to 18,918. The Dow has gained 650 points to 29,375. Oil is up $3.75 at 83.24 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 73.30 cents U.S. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.